listening to the Blanche J Radio Network. Stress. I can't stress enough how big the move of Lincoln Raleigh going to USC, how that's a, a paradigm shifting move in, in college football and, and sports. My guy CJ Stroud for, for the Ohio State University, he played in Rancho Cucamonga in high school, five star elite athlete. It's probably going to finish second and the Heisman voting to Bryce Young this year. Freshman. A lot of people were, were getting on me about Ohio State losing to Michigan. And I said, man, they got a team full of freshmen. So I'm not as I'm not as shocked because they got manhandled because they're freshmen. They're a bunch of 18 and 19-year-olds playing against a bunch of 22-year-olds that are older men, stronger men. But to see what C.J. Stroud has done as a freshman is, is remarkable. If Lincoln Raleigh is the coach at USC, C.J. Stroud is is wearing a Trojan uniform. And USC isn't getting blown out by, by Chip Kelly and UCLA. And with Lincoln Raleigh being at USC, leaving, leaving Oklahoma, which I thought was funny because Oklahoma is about to join. Oklahoma and Texas are about to join the SEC, which I think is a death blow for Texas. Texas has been teetering on oblivion for a while. They've had, they've had three bad coaches in a row, Charlie strong Herman's. And then their, their, their current coach Sarkeesian, who ironically coached USC got whacked for, for showing up to a presser basically bombed out of his mind. So much so that rumor is it like he vomited at the press conference. This guy was lit, was litty, lit, lit during a presser and resurfaced at Alabama under Nick Saban and got the job at Texas, got the keys to to another one of the major franchises. There are a few major franchises in this country that if they have the right coach, guaranteed national championship contender. Bama, The Ohio State University, USC, Florida State, Florida, and maybe Texas, maybe Oklahoma, but I think Oklahoma's lesser. I think I put Oklahoma in that second tier with Michigan. And I'm not trying to knock Michigan in this particular segment. There's just only room for one major power in the North. And right now that's Ohio State. So Michigan will have to supplant Ohio State. But, but like the Penn States of the world, James Franklin and Michigan State Mel Tucker, they locked their coaches up, which I love, especially their African-American coaches. But Penn State and Michigan State will never, ever, 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 ever be in that area. Penn State, their days of being a leader over because you're not going to get great elite five-star athletes to go to State College PA, and you're not going to get them to go to Lansing, to East Lansing, Michigan. It's just not going to happen. Columbus is a real city. And Ohio State's network is so vast. Ann Arbor is a real city. Michigan's network is so vast. 
and you have a level of tradition. It's hard to get people to go out to Boomer Sooner, to go out to Norman. Those are just not great places. If I'm if I'm young and I got a six pack, I'm six, I'm I'm chiseled by God. I got a six pack, I'm six four, two hundred and nineteen pounds of muscle. I'm running a four three. I look fantastic with my shirt off. Would you rather go to state college or would you rather go play for the Trojans? I think it's a no brainer. There's a reason that Miami was so successful. And what Lincoln Riley is going to be able to do, very similar, if you look at the, the documentary ESPN 30 for 30, on the U, Howard Schnellenberger states that we wanted to win the state of Miami. In recruiting, they knew that everything south of I-4 in Florida was theirs. If there was a great player in West Palm Beach, or down in Coral Gables, anywhere in Dade County, Broward County, Naples, the Everglades, the Florida Keys, Key West, Key Largo. If there was a great player down at that end of Florida, they were going to get that player. That player was coming to Miami. Florida State wasn't going to recruit that player. Florida wasn't going to recruit that player. That player wasn't going to Georgia, wasn't going to Alabama, wasn't going to Auburn, wasn't going to LSU, wasn't going to Ohio State, wasn't going to Texas. Wasn't going to Clemson. They're going to go, all of those four or five-star athletes, they're going to go stay in South Florida and play for the U. And I think you'll see the same strategy with Lincoln Raleigh. Everything from I-10 South in L.A. is going to be his. He's going to own all of the real estate from I-10 down I-5 all the way to, to the Tijuana border, down the Chula Vista in San Diego. Everything on the Pacific Highway is going to belong to Lincoln Riley. And it's such a huge move because USC has such a, a great tradition and they have a great fight song and they have a great fan base. They're really, they're really the only West Coast power. And they've been a sleeping giant since Pete Carroll left. In, in a haze of allegations and probation and, and all of that stuff from when they were paying Reggie Bush and, and Lindell White and all of the elite talents. But, but in the spirit of Keyshawn Johnson, in the spirit of Marcus Allen, in the spirit of O.J. Simpson, before he was a pariah, USC is going to be back. And with that fertile ground, you always have four. Also think about this. Back to Ohio State University. I believe their second string quarterback, Kyle McCord, he's from he's from Phoenix. They're getting guys that are from the West Coast. You think that people from Phoenix aren't going to want a piece of that USC action now? You don't think that 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 Lincoln Riley is going to be able to recruit all of the great athletes, not just in L.A., but in Vegas, in Phoenix, in areas where there where there's seven on seven all year round. There's training for football all year round. There's elite quarterback camps all year round because the weather is favorable. You don't think you don't think that Lincoln Riley is going to be able to go into Scottsdale and get the best quarterback out of Scottsdale, and you don't think he's going to be able to go into Texas where he's already recruited in the Midwest and get some of that beef, some of that old line 
some of the talented DBs. I would just say watch out for USC. Y'all know that I'm a hater. Usually I hate on anyone that's not the Ohio State University. But USC is a sleeping giant, and they finally have the right coach. Lincoln Riley is a, is a fantastic offensive mind, made a Heisman winner out of Baker Mayfield, made a Heisman winner out of Kyler Murray, made Jalen Hurts an NFL caliber quarterback, and, and people hate on Jalen Hurts. And people hate on Baker Mayfield. And I don't think that Baker Mayfield is going to be the long-term answer in Cleveland. If you're not sure if he's the guy, then that means he's not the guy. But he's definitely a starting quarterback in the NFL. Is he elite enough to win a Super Bowl? Doesn't look like it. Is Jalen Hurts elite enough to win a Super Bowl? Doesn't look like it so far. But he's a darn good quarterback for a second-year guy. You look at his production – you look at his production, and his production is on par with a with a lot of solid NFL caliber quarterbacks, and that that comes from Lincoln Riley. He's coached people up. He's well respected. He's going to get elite recruits. USC has more money than God. Yes, the Coliseum is is, is in the ghetto. So you're going to a game at USC, which I've been to the Coliseum before. You got to worry that you're going to get hit by O Dog. And Kane coming out of there. You could be the next victim of O-Dog. You could get caught at a red light like Kane's cousin Harold. Where, where, where the guy pulls up, the guy pulls up in the Pyru flannel shirt and tells you to quote, break yourself. That could happen down there. That said, USC, they got the boosters. They got big time money. They got big time money. The boosters will write the checks. They'll upgrade the facilities. They'll do what they have to do. You have NIL. If you if you think people are making money NIL at, at Ohio State, like Quinn Ears, you think people are making money in NIL at in Tuscaloosa? Come down to the local Ford 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 car dealership. It'll give you an NIL deal. What do you think is gonna happen when you have Lincoln Raleigh in LA? You have these NIL deals. People are going to be making five mil a year. Imagine Reggie Bush on an NIL deal. I mean, he was clocking close to five million a year without the NIL deals. But imagine Reggie Bush on an NIL deal in Hollywood, in Beverly Hills, in Orange County. Man, there's so much money floating around there. You, you're, you're talking about a monster. Like I said, USC was one of the last sleeping giants. I think if Texas ever gets a competent head coach. They're going to be a serious problem. If Tennessee, the checkerboard orange, if they ever get a competent head coach, head coach and I don't mean Josh Heupel, I'm talking about a big name. Tennessee is so cheap. They should have been trying to get a Lincoln Riley. They should be trying to get a Doug Peterson. They should be trying to get a huge name. And if Miami ever gets a competent coach, those are three programs that are kind of dormant that are close but I, I, I think it's great. I think it's great for college football. There's no dominant power in the West right now. The, the Pac-12 is bad. Oregon is kind of iffy. They beat Ohio State, but they got blown out by Utah. That's not, that's not elite football. Getting beat 38-7 to by Utah, who, who's more of the little engine that could than a real football power, that's, that's, not, that's not big boy football. And what you're going to see with USC – 
under under Lincoln Riley, they're gonna be elite. They're gonna have great talent. It's gonna be like the Reggie Bush years. And they're gonna maul everyone in the Pac twelve. And I think it's funny, he also showed some smarts. Lincoln Riley didn't want none of that SEC. Being an SEC with Oklahoma and Texas moving there is good for them financially, but I'm telling you, Texas is gonna get smoked. If they're in the SEC West, I know they're going to real high, but if they're in the SEC West, they got to play Bama every year and get thrashed. They're going to get thrashed by LSU three out of four years. They're going to split with Auburn if they're lucky. Texas A&M is better than them. And then you got to do the round robin. You got to play Georgia or Florida every once in a while. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to do that. Oklahoma has the talent to compete with some of those teams, but they don't have the talent to run the table. Or go through one loss. If you want to win a national championship, you got to be a one-loss team to get to the playoff. So it's a smart move bailing on the SEC and going to the Pac-12 where you could be king. It's just like I've said. Ohio State is the only true power in the North. Ann Arbor Community College punked them over the weekend. But Ohio State is the true power. They have everything in the Northeast belongs to the Ohio State University. Everything on the West Coast will ultimately belong to the USC Trojans. Lance J. Show. You look healthy. For a man who was gut shot, you reached out to a third party who engaged me in the purpose of holding your towers. That third person's word was your word, as he represented you. That's right. And I ran those East Baltimore gentlemen off. I held up my end of the agreement, at least for as long as I was physically able. You did. Your man then set up a meet at Butchie's Bar. Your man told Omar Little that I was responsible for the torture of a young boy who was close to Mr. Little's heart. Your man, in effect, sought to have me hit. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios is now a full-service consulting firm specializing in healthcare leadership. We are now helping our portfolio of clients with their strategic focus towards risk adjustment, star ratings, value-based contracting, and social determinants of health programs. Our burgeoning media empire reaches a diverse audience of 100,000 listeners weekly, putting us in a rare position to service architects, both on the strategic and promotional side of the healthcare continuum. Build your brand with Paragon 7 Studios. Black women are fierce, brilliant, courageous, dope. Black women are making a difference, making history, and changing the world. I think about all of the black women who have showed up to fight for justice. We are starting to finally accept all the skills and talents a woman can bring to the table. Urban One, thank you. This one is so special. Yo, this your boy Rampage. Shout out my boy DJ Cam. Free Agent Radio, it's official. Land of land, state to state, sea to sea. It's going down like this. Welcome to Just John and April, the relationship podcast, your place to level up your intimacy. Lance J Radio Network. Lance. <laughs> Lance. Excited to be here again today. Lance, Radio One here in Washington, D.C. 
year. So I saw something today that I thought was interesting, and I said, man, we need to do this on the show. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. Are you? I am. Why? This is my, you know... Your soapbox? This is my soapbox, you know? I can I can talk about this all day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here's what happened. Woke up this morning, and I got uh, a post in my feed by this dude, Lecrae. Mm-hmm. And it was a clip from a podcast. Now, of course, you and I are very much into podcasts because we have our own. And yeah. whenever it's a relationship-related thing, we are obviously are always mm-hmm, mm-hmm. open to this stuff. Because yeah. we want to be on the cutting edge of what's going on in the real world. Exactly. So <laughs> we had some. And this, this is, here's the thing about this particular conversation that struck me mm-hmm. was the age of the people involved in the podcast. Right. These are young people that yes. were not married. Right. There were four young ladies mm-hmm. and two young men. And, and what this showed to me, <laughs> <laughs> what this showed to me is that women are women. I, I, I think that's true. Twenty. I don't uh, care if you eighty. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? This definitely. We have the same. Well, I guess I wouldn't say we all because it yeah. would depend on your generation. It will depend on where, you, how you grew up, and what you, but, you know. But hold but, on. But this conversation, in my opinion, we're about to tell you what it is. This conversation, in my opinion, is right in line. It's mm-hmm. on brand. Yes. With the women that we talk to, yes. who are older than the women that we saw on this particular exactly. thing today. But but I do, even though generations have different ways of of doing things yes. and what was traditionally done or whatever. Right, right. But I think that this topic, no matter what, women are going to say the same exact thing that these girls said. All right, so here's what they said. Okay. Since you, we set you up now and yeah, you can yeah, listen. Yeah, here yeah, it is. Yeah. The women basically said that they want a real man mm-hmm. and then they used the word traditional too. I'm not sure if it was one of the guys who said traditional and they said yes yeah. or if they offered that word. I'm not positive, but right, when right, they right. described mm-hmm. what it was that they wanted out of a man... Someone said traditional, and they were like, yeah. And what I'm saying is, every woman is going to say they want a real man. That's what I'm saying. I, I agree That's with that. That's what I'm saying. I don't I, care if you're 18. I don't care if, you, don't care if you're 18. Or if I don't you're care if you are 80. <laughs> you're going to say you want a real man. Right. So what they okay. meant by that was they wanted a man who was protective, who could lead, who could take initiative, things like that Who were takes in their list. care of her. Taking care of her, stuff like that. Let's, so that, that's, yes, that's the stuff that they mentioned, all. right? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Okay, now, I had no problem with that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think there was any issue at all. In fact, the clip I could have turned off after that. Like, this is what they all say. Right. But then, one of the guys pushed back and said, it, you know what? It was the guy that said traditional. You know why? Because I remember his <laughs> sentence. He said, so basically what you're saying is you want a traditional man. Mm-hmm. And the girl was like, yeah, that's what the Bible says. Right, and, she did. And, 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 She's like, that's what the Bible yeah. says. And, and he was like, okay, okay. <laughs> then he said, he said, but you don't want to be a traditional woman. Mm. And, and she kind of looked like, what you mean? Mm-hmm. And he said, are any of you virgins? Mm. And all four of them sat there like, nah. <laughs> he was like, all right then. So how then you going to want, like, want a traditional man? Right. And you're not a traditional woman. Then he said... Do, do any of y'all have like a recipe book? And I was like, recipe book? That was a little much. You but, do not have to have a recipe book. I agree. But I get what he was saying. But his point like, was- any of y'all okay, cooking he, in the kitchen. He said, any of y'all cooking, yeah. do y'all have like a recipe book like right. that? And they mm-hmm. were like, no. And so so his- Some of them said, yes, I can cook, I can cook. I don't necessarily have a recipe, recipe book. book. Right. But do you have to have a recipe book, babe? I, no, Come you on. don't. You okay. do not. But here's my point, though. Mm-hmm. Here's my point. He said after that, basically, y'all want a traditional man, but y'all don't want to be traditional women. 
Yeah. All right. So I said, I got to ask April this live on the show. <laughs> because I already know my wife. My wife is feminish. I'm feminish. And so that. my question mm-hmm. is, do you think that's okay? Do you think it's okay for a woman to require that her man fit traditional roles mm-hmm. and then get mad at him <laughs> when he wants his woman to fill Ooh. traditional roles as well? Um, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I think that's okay. So you think that's okay? Lord have mercy. Well, yes. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. Now, right, I'm not saying that a man cannot want some traditional things for the woman. That's not what I'm saying. You're not saying that the man cannot want traditional no. things from his woman. Okay. No, if, if she, you know, There's a lot of double negatives tra- in this. I wouldn't show. Okay. I, get, I, get what, <laughs> I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying it's okay if it's a okay. man wants a traditional woman. That's yeah, fine with if you. If you want a traditional woman. That's, I don't see anything wrong with that. Okay, if you all right. Want to, now, if you're going to get one, that's yeah. a whole nother story. <laughs> but, Where are you going to find one? But okay. it's okay if you want one. Okay, all right, okay. all right. You know, I'm not going to knock you down for that. Right, okay. But I feel like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to say what I feel. Please, because, that's why you're on the show, girl. Yes, so, you know, I, I say this a lot, and that is I feel that women go through what blacks have gone through when it comes to racism the blacks the blacks <laughs> what the blacks have gone through yeah yeah what we have gone through as a people what we have gone when it comes through to as racism people, yeah you feel like women have I been like, oppressed on that level yes when it comes to men yes and just like blacks still are we as black people yes. still are yes okay women still are and i would argue we still don't get paid i would we still get less than you know yes. you're seen as weak yes. I'm just saying. You're right. Now, I would say I would say that actually more than likely women, not more than likely, definitely women as a whole have been oppressed in this way longer than the African slave has been. Mm. So, so there's yeah, been that's the truth. there's there's been slavery throughout the, the history of our world yes. and every kind of people has been enslaved by other people. Right. Uh, African slavery was different from some of the other ones, but that's not really the point. The point is women have been oppressed by men really since the from beginning. From the beginning. R- really since from the fall. Since the sin came into beginning. the world. That's yes. basically what we're dealing with. Yes. Okay, all right. Let's be real. All right, so okay. I, we're on the same page there. Okay, so what I'm saying I'm following is, you. I'm, 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 follow I'm, pi- I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, you know, it's very hard for us yeah. not to be able to move into, to become that modern woman that we want to be. Okay. Because we have been oppressed for so long, because yes. we've been 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 kind of forced to be in the position of staying home with the kids mm. and, 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 and cooking the food. Mm. Not saying that that's not naturally in some women. Mm. I do believe that that's a natural thing to be a nurturer. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying that some women do it and don't want to. Right. Okay. Yeah. But some women did it because they were forced. Right. Because they, they had, had to do that. They felt like there was no other option. There was no other option. Yeah. And so they pro- they felt like they couldn't even live if they didn't have a man. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Back in the day. Yes. And so I'm saying years and years of that. And that's a mental thing. That is a psyche. That's yes. that, that actually goes into the psyche of every born woman. Yes. Okay. Not even intentionally. Okay. Right? Yes. So I think that when we are asked or, or, or said that they are, that men want us to be in the kitchen cooking. <laughs> It just man, that thing, that thing turns your stomach. Okay, okay. So, so, so that all right. So here's the real question, and this is what men want to know. I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Mm-hmm. The men want to know this. Okay, so does that mean you just said it was okay for a man to want a traditional woman, or 
since you said that, I guess it's okay for a man to want certain things that maybe are attributes of a traditional traditional woman, right? How should a man say to his wife, these are some things that I would love to see or to have? Is that a conversation that they can't even have? And and I'm using your racism uh, (laughs) example because, you know, when when white people come up to you Mm -hmm. and they ask you a question that seems ignorant, you get upset because you're like, why are you asking me that? Why don't you know that? Yeah, Yeah. why don't you know that? Is it the same kind of thing for men? Is it automatic that if I come to you and say, hey, babe, I would love it if you cook more, would that automatically be I would get shut down and I shouldn't even ask about that. No, and if, since you talked about the racism and, and white people coming and, and, and saying stuff or asking questions, it, it has to be done in the right way. Okay. Like if it's done in a an appropriate way that you know we feel is appropriate yes. or is right or whatever so you want to call it. I guess it, what I want to know is unlock unlock for husbands today, what is the right way? What you is know, a way that a man could come to his wife and say, I would love to have more of this particular thing? I think thing. in an appreciative way. In a way okay. that's not... Um, because this is what women do. This is what you should be doing as a woman. Or you see what I'm saying? Yes, if yes. it's you know, I love when you do this, and it makes me feel so good. Mm. You know, that's a whole different thing yes. than than the attitude of look. I, I don't do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't do that. So I don't cook. So I don't. Cook. I hope you do. You know, my mama didn't. My mom. My mama didn't. My mom always did all the cooking. Mm. She did all the cleaning. So I don't do that. So don't. That's a whole nother. So if I want you to do something, do not mention my mama. Please do check. Not. Please do not. I love your mama to death, but do not mention your mama. Everybody okay. on this show knows I was just kidding because okay. I've been known you. <laughs> I know I can't do that. But let me just say this though: mm-hmm. when when a woman gets a man who is a man, mm-hmm. a real man, yeah. Okay, and I'm gonna just name some things, you know, who can who can take care of the money properly. Mm. Okay, who can keep a job, mm. who can take care of the family. Like you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying. You know that if something breaks, it's gonna get fixed. You mm. know that your car is gonna be on point. Even though, oh. see, this is what I'm saying. A man who can do those things wants to do those things. Yeah. But knowing that his wife is independent enough to do all that stuff on her own. Mm. Oh my goodness, that is a turn on. <laughs> and I'm saying if men knew that was such a turn on to yeah. women, yeah, that yeah, may yeah. be why some men aren't getting as much sex as they want. Oh. Because they're not being the real man that she needs them to be. Ooh. I'm just saying. Like, we always see things as, you know, sexy stuff and mm-hmm. this and that and the other mm-hmm. is what it is that's mm-hmm. gonna make her mm-hmm. want. No, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. The fact that you can keep the family uh secure and uh, safe secure and safe. Keep for my a car woman, running. And I feel like a queen. Make sure it's filled with gas. Exactly. And I'm saying, on. but knowing that I can go get gas myself. You know you can do knowing it. Knowing that and, I can pay and these I, bills. So I'm not doing it in a belittling do way. I'm not, not doing it as no. though you're a little kid and I have to exactly. do this. Exactly. Or yeah. you are above me, mm. but that we're equal, but yeah. you choose to do it because you want to treat me like mm. a queen? What? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think you just that unlocked is, it for all kinds of men just Let now. me tell you something. You literally just that changed is, their relationship. That is the real man you that You just took their intimacy wants. to a new level just now. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and I'm saying if you want to call that, if you want to call that a woman wanting a traditional man, then then, then call it that. Mm. But if, if, if it's a traditional man that turns us on, mm-hmm. yo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, I'm not saying that... I, I'm not. I think that it is possible to do all those things on my on the list that yeah. I just named. Yeah. And be a modern man. Okay. I, you know I think what I'm so saying? too. I I don't think you only have to be a traditional. Man. I, here's the difference for me between a traditional and a modern man. A traditional man 
would have an attitude of you do this because you're supposed to because you're the woman. Mm -hmm. I think a modern man does exactly what you said, and that is recognizes that his woman has the ability to do all these things. She's self-sufficient. Exactly. She can do as much as I do, but she doesn't have to do that, and I don't want her to have to do that because I want her to feel loved. I love it. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.